the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It's a five o'clock hour, Bob Bernie Live, and my telephone number is 877 Bob Live. 877 262 5483. Not real great time management on my part because I had two more stories that I wanted to share with you about Afghanistan and the way this was handled by our government and uh, the current presidential administration. And I say this, I do not say this lightly at all. There is a great deal of blood on the hands of this administration in the way the withdrawal from Afghanistan was handled. Not the fact that we withdrew. We've been saying this for years. Years. Trump said it. Uh, Obama said it. We need to get out of Afghanistan. We need to get out, out of Afghanistan. George W. Bush said, well, you know, we shouldn't be there long. We should get in there, clean things out, and then we ought to leave. So it's not that we withdrew. It's the way that we withdrew. Although, it is my very non-professional opinion, we should have left 2,500 troops or so in the country, and uh, we, we should have kept that Air Force base. We spent millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to develop that Air Force base, maintain the airstrips, put in the airstrips, build the barracks, the the hangars, and so forth. I, I believe we should have maintained that presence and told the Afghan government, hey, you're, you're on your own if things get out of hand. We're here. All right? Just just remember, we're, we're here. If you need us, we hope you don't need us. You're on your own. You need to grow up, take care of things. But just in, thing, in case things turn south, we're still here. If we need to go bomb a couple of Taliban bases, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be happy to do that. In my humble opinion, and I don't mean that facetiously, we should have done that. Um, would it have cost money? Yeah, but not nearly what we had already spent. But any, but anyway, what's done is done, sadly, unfortunately. Uh, just two things r- real quick about Afghanistan, and, and then we will move on. The, uh, the State Department, under the Biden administration, has continually misled us. I am hesitant to use the word lie. 
because I don't know. I don't know whether they were intentionally lying or whether they just had no clue what in the world they were doing. I kind of think that's probably the case. They just, they're so inept, they, they didn't know what was going on. But they have continually misled us about how many U.S. citizens, U.S. allies uh, were left behind in Afghanistan. The number has been uh, a couple dozen, a uh, couple hundred. Now the State Department is saying that they have, I've never heard of this word, exfiltrated, E-X-F-I-L-T-R-A-T-E-D, exfiltrated. The State Department has exfiltrated 900 abandoned Americans from Afghanistan. Uh, this is what the State Department said. The Biden administration has helped relocate about 900 U.S. citizens and lawful permanent residents from Afghanistan to the United States. The department said there are fewer than a dozen U.S. citizens in Afghanistan that wants to leave. The same State Department released another statement saying, quote, The State Department believes as many as 14,000 U.S. legal permanent residents remain in Afghanistan. So what's true? A dozen? 900? Which has been, what's the word they use? Exfiltrated? (laughs) Uh, Evacuated, I guess. Or uh, the 14,000? And we don't know. The story continues to change, and we just don't know. And then finally, and then we're going to move on to other things. We now know that um, that U.S. drone strike not far from the uh, airport in Kabul. Remember the suicide bomber. Uh, blew himself up right outside the airport, killed 13 America service people and way over 100 innocent Afghan civilians. Again, right, out one, right outside one of the gates of the airport that our military personnel were, were guarding. So, President Biden, and I don't say this lightly, But I say it truthfully. President Biden loves to talk tough. He loves to come across as tough. You see in his campaign speeches, he gets angry. He does that intentionally. He wants to show the world, I'm tough. Come on, man. Well, in order to act tough, because the withdrawal was a complete failure, he knows it, the entire world knows it. So in order to act tough, because people were going, what is the matter with you? You allowed a suicide bomber to kill 13 of our troops. And so in order to show the American people in the world how tough he was, he ordered the U.S. military to find the people that were responsible for that suicide bombing and kill them. So it was just what? A day, two days after the suicide bombing, a drone, an American drone, blew up a car, and we were told, we found them. 
We killed them. We showed them who's boss. The president said they would pay, and they paid. We killed them. We tracked them down, those suicide bombers. And not only that, we blew up a car filled with explosives that was going to go cause more damage and more destruction, but we stopped it. Remember that? Immediately, the United States media began asking the uh, State Department, who did we kill? They always say who they killed. Well, it was this terrorist. It was that terrorist. It was Here's their name. Uh, there were no names. Immediately, there was something wrong. And then we found out that um, it was an, a mistake. It was a completely innocent person. In fact, a man who was a father who had worked with America, who had worked with American troops, he was one of our allies. He was one of our helpers on the ground. And 10 civilians, including seven children, were killed. Not one of them a terrorist. It was a completely botched operation. Total mistake. Well, people began asking, who's responsible? Who's responsible for this? Don't we have better intelligence than that? Do we blow people up without making sure we know who we're blowing up? Who's responsible? Well, that was months ago. And finally, the State Department has released who is responsible. The answer? Nobody. Uh, no, no, no. In fact, here is a part of the official release from the State Department. This is Department of Defense spokesperson John Kirby. He says, quote, here's a quote. Here's the official statement from the U.S. State Department about this botched drone strike that killed 10 innocent civilians, including seven children. Quote, there was a breakdown in process and execution in procedural events, not the result of negligence, not the result of misconduct, not the result of poor leadership. What? It was a, again, I'm quoting, a breakdown in process and execution, not the result of negligence. Isn't a breakdown in process and execution the definition of negligence? A breakdown in process and execution and procedural events, not the result of negligence, not the result of misconduct, not the result of poor leadership. So in other words... Nobody's responsible. This this is unconscionable for our government. Absolutely unconscionable. We we are getting more and more accustomed to this kind of thing, sadly and tragically.
This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, the uh, our nation is so divided in so many ways today. And um, um, I certainly have not given up hope, and I certainly hope that you haven't either, because my faith and trust has never been in any government or any politician. Never. Uh, do I get discouraged? Yeah. Do I give up hope? Eh, no, 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 no. Because my hope is in Christ. My hope is in the Word of God. My hope is in God, my Father. And so uh, things around me have an impact on me, obviously, but I never despair. But without Christ and without that solid foundation, I think a lot of people would be driven to despair. And this whole COVID thing, uh, I think I mentioned yesterday I spent some time with an old friend yesterday morning, and he was sharing with me how divided his family is on this COVID thing. You can't come to my house unless you're vaccinated. And by the way, you better bring proof, because I don't know that I can believe you. Really? Yeah, we're not coming to your house. You're not coming to our house. I'm vaccinated. You're not vaccinated. uh, Real uh, Families are being splintered and shattered over whether you should get vaccinated, whether you're not, whether you've been vaccinated, whatever. And then we have things like this. Some of you are familiar with David Frum. Uh, He is a columnist and author. Uh, He is writing, well, he's written for a bunch of things, but in a recent article in The Atlantic... And most of you know the Atlantic leans heavy, heavy, heavy to the left. Uh, In an article and in a tweet, David Frum, from the Atlantic, said, and I quote, Let hospitals quietly triage emergency care to serve the un." vaccinated last. Yeah. Now, most of you are familiar with what triage means. Uh, If you ever go to an emergency room, and I would assume that most of you have been to an emergency room at one time or another, either yourself or with a family member, a friend, I have spent far more time in the emergency room through the years than I would ever like to. But anyway... There is a system called triage. If it's a really, really busy time, obviously they don't have enough doctors and nurses to see everyone immediately. So you check in at the emergency room, you talk to a nurse, you talk to someone, and they try as quickly and as professionally as possible to evaluate how serious you are. And I have no idea whether they do it on a scale of 1 to 10. I don't know the intricacies of triage programs. But the bottom line is they take the most serious 
people first. So it is possible that there's somebody sitting in the emergency room and they've been there for three hours sitting in the emergency room and somebody walks in off the street and immediately is taken to a room because the nurses, the doctors believe that their situation is much more serious than the person that's been sitting there for three hours. The triage system is never perfect because humans are administering it. But it usually works pretty well. The Atlantic's David Frum is suggesting that the last of the last of the last in the triage list are people who are unvaccinated. In other words, you walk into the emergency room, no matter what's wrong with you, no matter how serious you are, they're going to ask you, have you been vaccinated? Um, No. Well, you go to the bottom of the list. You are last in line. Now, that violates, I believe, the Hippocratic Oath. I I believe it violates the very ethics of medical care, not only here in the United States, but anyplace else. But this is what the liberal left is suggesting. Here's something else that David Frum wrote. Quote, the malignant minority, malignant, malignant minority is not yielding to reason anytime soon. So if you're not vaccinated, you're being called the malignant minority. Well, the American Medical Association has released several statements saying they disagree vehemently with David Frum. A patient's vaccination status should have nothing to do with whether they get care in an emergency room. But this is the push from the left. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.